Today on Get Vertical Gal Police, join us for a conversation where we take a deeper look into how applying the message from God's Word transforms us to be more like Jesus. All right, we're back on Let's Get Vertical Gal Police, and I'm Brooke. I'm here today with Pastor John, and we have some love. We have a, it's our first duo First couple, except for Lindsay and Right, you're a couple, but we're interviewing a couple. Yeah. Yeah, we've got our worship leaders, Dustin and Brittany Dixon. Welcome. Yeah, me and Brittany are cuddled on the couch. We've got like a blanket. This is cozy. Yeah. Very cozy. Very cozy. (laughs) All right, so we are in the middle of um, discussing the sermon series, Earth Shattering Prayer, and we're into the cultivating a culture of prayer. So, John, you want to intro it a little? We're in Mark. We've been talking a little bit about Well, first Jesus. I want to uh, just talk a little bit about Brittany and Dustin. We're, oh. We are super thankful for both of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, their leadership, uh, their um, friendship, and, uh, you know, honestly, their hard work for our church has been just uh, tremendous. Uh, they've been part of this church. Actually, a lot of people might not know this, Dustin, but when I went to Chicago, I don't think a lot of people knew that you were supposed to move with us. In, in fact, you were interviewed by uh, the Vertical Church Band to intern there, actually. Yep. Remember that? Yep. Remember you uh, driving out there and sitting down on the couch uh, out at Harvest U and going through an interview process, and you were super quiet. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So those early days of not knowing where God was taking us and, you know, you guys willing to go anywhere that uh, God was calling us to plant, that, that just means the world. And so super thankful for both of you guys. If you remember right... You came out and spent time at our house, and uh, we went to a few pizza places. And mm-hmm. you remember anything interesting about that trip? Um, I know that you know we have a, a big difference on what we enjoy in pizza. You know, <laughs> I'm not a uh, chunky sauce guy, and you are. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I'm you're more quantity. Yeah, you know, I'll just stick with the little Robies, the Dominoes. You know, because I think that's where it's at. You know, I'm not a uh, Chicago-style you know, Chicago pizza. pizza guy, and you know that's okay. I'm you know accepted for who I am, so it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, so Brittany and I actually have this partnership of uh, teasing you, so we have this... Oh, I'm aware. (laughs) (laughs) We have a great... Both of us uh, enjoy uh, teasing and uh, just getting up on you. Well, uh, yes, we are in this sermon series, and today we're talking about actually cultivating a culture of prayer, and you know, uh, you guys are really a great couple because from the beginning of this whole thing, we had to cultivate culture prayer in our plant Mm -hmm. and um, you know I just remember early on Dustin us praying for a church plant years before I even went to Chicago to go church planting and we would pray for this church plant and we had no clue location we had no clue um, you know Brooke or the podcast or you know two houses freedom houses later (laughs) many small groups you know and you know I I, you know I was thinking about that story the other day you know and I don't know you know how much you remember but uh, you know we went out and it was late at night and we were just uh, walking looking at the stars and uh you know we just started praying and, and i don't know if you remember but we just started singing out god of wonders mm. um you know and just crying out to god like you know hey we don't know where we're supposed to be right now but we know that you've got us and you've got a plan and uh i just remember just i mean it probably didn't sound pretty because of you know tears and everything else but you know we were just crying out that song you know God of wonders, you know, you are just awesome, you're mighty, and, uh, you know, it's just a, really just a memory that I just look back on, you know, during this whole process of just how faithful God is and how faithful he's been through all of it. Yeah, so the culture of prayer just means so much because that is the thing that 
throughout this story, we didn't know where we were going to plant. We didn't know uh, location. We didn't know how it was going to happen. Even when we knew the location, we didn't know how it was going to happen (laughs) and or who would be on board. But yet, uh, God is so faithful. So Dustin, um, if you look at Mark chapter 1, starting in verse 36, you see Jesus leaving the people you know, leaving, you know, maybe what we consider the work of the ministry, you know, going at it, healing people, preaching the gospel, and going up the mountain to pray by himself. And so as we uh, dig into asking you guys some questions, um, what, what, what is remarkable to you about Jesus leaving people to go spend time with the Father? You know, it just shows priority. Um, you know, it was, it was dropping everything else and just going and spending that time um, with the Lord. Um, you know, and it's just so many things. Uh, it was just the first part of the day, too. You know, when he goes up to the mountain uh, to pray, it was, you know, before everything else, um, God just, it, our Lord just spending time praying. And, I mean, there was a lot going on at that time, but that was what was the priority. Yeah, you would think it was just exactly not what to do because he had so many needs, so many people running after him. Brittany, what, what? How, how does that make you feel when you see that passage that uh, Jesus is leaving people, you know? He's, he's leaving maybe the small group or, mm-hmm. or the Sunday morning crowd and, and going up that mountain. How, how, how do you see that? I think it just shows, like, I mean, just how awesome he is because, I mean, he's leading the people by example and the fact that, I mean, yeah, we have our small group and we're, we're called to pray together, but the fact that he's leaving them to pray alone and to have that intimate relationship with his father. Yeah. And, you know, we're called to do that. And he's leading them and showing them and how we're supposed to um, care for that and how we're supposed to make that a priority by him doing it himself. So if there's going to be a horizontal impact, you have to get vertical. Right. right. Yeah. Like how can you um, minister to these people if you haven't been with the Lord? You know, and if Jesus is doing that, how much more do we need that connection right. with the Father? And also we realize Jesus knew his time was limited on earth. So we might say, oh, well, you know, he needed to be with people all the time because they needed him all the time because his time was limited. But it's not. And we might even think that, you know, Brittany, I think of you as a mom. And a lot of moms get into this. Like, well, I only have my kids. I only... As a mom, we get into this time where we think we only have a limited amount of space and time and energy we're going to have with our children. And so we sometimes use that as an excuse. So we could compare that to Jesus. Like he had a limited time. And so do we say, um, but I need to be with the Lord first. Kids, like we need to, I need, mommy needs some time with God. And if we don't have that time, how are we in these horizontal relationships? Talk about that a little bit. Is that hard for you or how have you overcome or created a culture? Where yeah, you are spending absolutely. Because first, yeah, like it used to be really difficult because I used to try to, like, like we said, as moms, we think that we can sometimes do it all, and like I'm always like, oh, you know, I'll get the kids ready, and and then I'll go and do my quiet time, and they'll leave me completely alone for a little bit, and yeah. that's <laughs> we all know that that's not how children work. Mm-hmm. They always need something, and I love them, so I had to learn to like I had sacrifices had to be made Mm -hmm. and so one of those sacrifices was Dustin gets up at like 5 30 in the morning to go to the gym with John Mm -hmm. and so I just I started getting up with him and staying up because it's like the perfect time like the kids are still asleep my animals are still asleep like (laughs) Dustin's gone like this is literally the perfect moment to have with God there were no interruptions and so and I get to start my day um with Christ and I feel like when I start my day with Christ too it just sets the tone for the rest of my day and helps uh, with my heart and my attitude towards other situations right, right. Well, when you when you have those moments though 
you have to create that culture where um, where you create space for that. So by creating that, by Jesus giving this example, he's creating the culture to his disciples. You know, when the, I know in one passage in Luke, Peter's like, Lord, uh, there are people looking for you everywhere. And, you know, like you said about your kids, mm-hmm. same thing with our church plant, right? Um, we keep on pushing for this culture of prayer and, and almost like, it's almost like a demand that we're making. You know, we, we demand that this is the priority that we're vertical because horizontal impact is pointless. You know, we, we would just be a, a nonprofit just doing good deeds, you know, mm-hmm. just, and I think so often churches do that. They just do a lot of good deeds and, and they're missing that vertical impact. Well, where does the vertical impact come from? Well, you have to get vertical. Amazing name that we call this. Right. <laughs> but, but when you get verti- vertical, mm-hmm. then the horizontal takes care of itself. The Lord just um, uh, changes lives. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that you would say by creating that culture of prayer in your life, it actually changes the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so could you speak to that just for a moment? Like how when you when you're making this priority as you're cultivating the culture in your family, and uh, how, how does that change the rest of your day and maybe week? If you can speak into that a little bit. Um, you know, I'm a guy who, you know, I have a lot of anxiety and, you know, I get flustered very easily. Um, which and, is fun sometimes. Which, yeah, which is fun <laughs> for all of you guys. Um, you know, but for me, you know, for a long time, you know, my, uh, my routine was I would try to, you know, pray at nighttime. I would try to get in the Word at nighttime. And, you know, to be completely honest, you know, I would have times when I would, I, oh, I read this chapter, but I probably remember the first two sentences because I'd fall asleep or I'd be in the middle of a prayer and fall asleep. Um, you know, but I would just struggle throughout the whole day of just really being anxious and just, uh, so we started, you know, praying in the mornings or, you know, whenever I'd leave for work, uh, you know, Brittany would grab my hand and pray for me uh, for my day. And like I would just feel like it's just whole new mindset throughout the day, um, you know, just giving it all to God. Like, hey, God, you have my day. Um, this is yours. Um, you know, please give me opportunities to share your word. Give me opportunities for this. And that anxiety, I just felt it less and less because it just felt like, listen, I already gave it up this morning. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Christ took care of this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just really built a culture uh, in our home. Um, even with our children, you know, we... Uh, I think it was just last week, um, you know, we were sitting at the edge of our bed and we were, we were having a situation. I think I was being a grouch and, uh, you know, Brady's like, you know what, let's just pray. And so, you know, we grabbed hands, started praying and our kids come in and, you know, I'm very squirrely and I could just hear them whisper like, Hey, you know, mom and dad's praying, um, you know, let's leave them alone. And, you know, so, you know, they understood that importance. They've learned over time, like, listen, like this is our time together that we're calling on the Lord and you know it's really taught them um, like this is an important time for us yeah. it, it's very hard to stay grouchy or to stay in that bad mood when, yeah. when your yeah. wife is like hey let's just pray about that yeah, yeah. yeah. if you want to end an argument really quick just yeah. grab your spouse's yeah. hand and be like you know what let's just pray Don't argue back. let's just take to the Lord right you know and, and talk about getting humbled really quick I mean like it's just a quick way to do it so let's see what the Lord wants to say right yeah you know it's amazing that um when we bring god's kingdom to earth right 
through prayer. It's like that's calling on him. And so the perspective changes. So all the other things that you talked about disappear. They get really small. Even going back to the first prayer you guys were talking about at the beginning of this podcast of looking at the sky, of calling out and crying. It's like he's so big and we are so little. And um, that's what that perspective shift happens. So then we desire a culture of prayer like that because we know that that's what we need. You know, I think about them being worship leaders and um, going up the mountain and trying to take people there. And so how important, could you talk a little bit about that, how important it is that you guys are going up the mountain first and making sure that's priority so you can also bring people along? The prayer culture on the worship That's team. right. This is fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we try to, uh, you know, always tell the team, like, listen, this, this is about an audience of one. And, um, you know, new people coming on, uh, you know, it's, there's always a lot of nerves. There's always a lot of, you know, stress in that. And, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, I, I worshiped for the wrong reasons. You know, I was uh, a very prideful, uh, arrogant young man. Um, and one day God just uh, intervened and just changed my heart. And, you know, and that's what, you know, we tried to uh, teach the worship team. Like, listen, like, when you call out to God, like when you call out and worship, because worship is just a form of prayer, you know, it's just mm-hmm. giving, giving praise, giving adoration to the Father, um, and just lifting Him up. Um, that listen, this isn't this isn't about um, everybody in the congregation. This isn't about um, putting on a show. This isn't about any of that. It's just about calling on God and just giving Him praise, giving Him adoration. And uh, we've just watched uh, so much change. Um, you know, just kind of a little bit about. Um, you know, Brittany's story, um, you know, during core, um, never sang. No, she had never <laughs> sang. She had never, uh, you know, couldn't, couldn't stay, couldn't stay behind the mic. Right. I mean, just the, <laughs> the thought of it, you know, just made her sick, just nerves and everything else. And, uh, I know she even told me her story a little bit about like, she said, I would have been like, no. Yeah. Dustin. Never. <laughs> I used to tell him Sorry. that all. Yeah, <laughs> Not like, happening. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And, it was probably about like that too. You know, and I was the guy who was praying, you know, fine, God, make her lose sleep. You know? and, That's uh, Dustin's thing, just for everyone. Right. And, and uh, he got that from John. Yes, right. Right. clear. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and I just watched his... Tell him over prayer secrets. Yeah. And, but, you know, I just watched his prayer changed her heart. Yeah, and, you know, now, like... I, well, well, if I can interject for a second with that, because I had a... Uh, you know, it was interesting. I didn't know Brittany had the ability... And Dustin was highly convicted that she did. And he came and approached me about it. And he said, you know, I, th- I think I'm going to talk to Brittany about singing. I'm like, does she sing? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, she has a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. like when she was 12 or something. <laughs> so um, he goes, he, he just, it was almost like God put it on his heart. And, um, you know, I know in the early days, Brittany talked more about her anxiety. But when we actually seen her become a woman, a prayer and she would continue to you know lean on the Lord more it's kind of funny um, if I fast forward a year later you know <laughs> she's like finding nooks and crannies in, in the church like I need a room to go pray you know it's yeah. pretty cool and uh, she became this pre-Madonna prayer and the ladies would go you know yeah. Dustin only had an office for Brittany to go pray and uh, that, that, that is very true actually so but when I saw Brittany really start praying, then, you know, I start seeing her anxieties go down. I see her giftings going up. 
Uh, I see that her heart for worship is less about her performance and more about being a tour guide mm-hmm. of taking people to the Lord and showing right. uh, her belief or her her uh, heart for the Lord. So, you know, it's actually a really good example of cultivating culture prayer because I've seen Brittany in the, in the beginning where she was full of anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, and then over time I see her kind of equipping the, the gals that are struggling with anxiety. She's taking them uh, to prayer uh, before the service. Yeah. It's been a really interesting um, um, different change in Brittany, I think, and as prayer has been a huge part of our worship team. It's definitely been interesting for me, too, because when I think back to those times, I feel like, I mean, I mean, essentially I was, like a completely different person because I always joke with people like in the church, I'm like, if you would have met me like two years ago, like I love you, but I don't know that we would have been friends because I wouldn't have talked to you because I was just so introverted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I just kept to myself and like I was even terrified to like pray out loud and all these right. things. And God mm-hmm. has just done some amazing things that I could have never done in my own strength. And so it's just awesome to just and you step know back power, and let God move. Right. And the power of that is also a testimony like to me. Um, just our relationship before, like you were like, I don't, you know, you knew me before you were like, yeah. I was sitting on the back, you know, the fourth row and just uninterested on my phone or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that was me like, good morning. Um, and then, you know, being at vertical, you're the first one out when you see a new face and you're like, I just want to make sure you had a great time. And like, you know, we loved having you here. Mm-hmm. And so it's also, and that's, Another thing we want to point out, the power of prayer in people's lives also is for others. Yeah, mm-hmm. And it encourages right, right. other people. They're like, man, that Brittany, she is a different person. Look <laughs> what God's doing in her life. I've actually heard, I've, I, I've heard several people come to me and say, Brittany is so different. And, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, being the journey, I was the one I heard with her. It's very <laughs> true. Early on, and yeah. it, it's yep. been pretty cool. So it's been really neat to see how prayer has really shaped both of you mm-hmm. um, personally. And from the early days of praying uh, on a back road under the stars mm-hmm. for this church plant to, you know, praying early mornings to, you know, uh, elder meetings to, you know, staff meetings. Uh, it, it is something that we really try to drive in our church, but it's something that we have to protect. So mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for both of you. I uh, love you dearly and couldn't imagine doing this without you. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, so we have one more question. That yeah, that's right. We always was, ask, was, we ask everyone. Okay, all right. Here we go. So for both of you, what's your favorite thing that God's doing at Vertical God Police right now? For me, it's just watching how God refined Dustin. <laughs> that's Amen. one of them. <laughs> just watching how he's just transformed people's lives and just like you, you hear some of these people's stories and where they started and where they are now, and it's just so unbelievable and like a part of that has happened through small groups and just having community with other believers. Cause I mean, that's something we're called to do. We're not called to do this life alone. And just the community that we've built at vertical is just awesome. And I've never had any type of community like that anywhere else. And it's yeah. just a blessing to be a part of. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for me, it's just watching, you know, the friendships and things uh, that are being made, um, you know, as a person who has always struggled with, you know, just having, you know, deep, uh, meaningful friendships um, and just having other people come in that had the same problem but now they've just got people that you know they're calling they're texting every day they're just like, like how how's things going and it's not just a like hey like right it's it's not this surface level relationship it's a life on life like listen like I care about you I love you um, let's get through this together and uh, you know just that side of it has just uh, it's really been awesome to see well guys uh, so grateful for both of you 
and appreciate you guys coming on. I'm sure you will be back soon. So uh, you are loved. Thanks for listening to Get Vertical Gal Police. Now we want you to join the conversation. Is God transforming your life through his word? We would love to hear about it. Message us at info at verticalgalpolice.org and find us on social media by searching Vertical Church Gal Police. Join the conversation. You are loved.